I feel like being able to influence like the younger kids especially is is really impactful you know like I see a lot of kids that are like that I could have been you know when I was younger like maybe a bit shy unsure of themselves and I just want to like you know bring out that confidence in them to the show um this is part two of my chat with liana so so before we get started i just wanted to actually say that we've launched our website um you can head there and read all about the episodes that are on this podcast um, and also kind of stay updated on on anything anything new <laughs> um, the website is bfoc.life and yeah everything is there so for this episode this is again it's part two of, of my chat together with liana and um, it's going to be about a couple of different topics. You're going to learn about her experience building a life in Malaysia, um, working as a management consultant, yeah, and also her, her big love for jiu-jitsu um, and also teaching. All right, let's get started. And thanks again for listening. But now you are in Malaysia. You're back in Malaysia and... Are you, what are you doing? Are you happy with what you're doing? Happy with what I'm doing? Yeah. Uh, Wait, okay, okay. Let me give some context. So <laughs> after all, after, you know, basically after leave, leaving Malaysia to go to Paris to immerse yourself in a completely different culture to speak a new language, to get over some stupid bullies that were teasing you for being different and finally being a Parisian with your accent, I'm sure with your mannerisms as well. Um, and then going to Russia being called Olga, oh, sorry, <laughs> finding your new identity as Olga and realizing that, <laughs> realizing that you actually do miss people and you can't be, only be a lone wolf. Um, yeah. Then you went back to Malaysia. Yeah. Why? Who knows? Um, who knows? Like, I mean, I thought it was for, for a cool job at the time. I was like, kind of like, ah, excited to do um but then again like i i don't know i think i i kind of lost myself a little bit you know well i was like i mean I, like lost my footing a little bit let me say mm. um i thought it was like because i thought like i'd end up you know in this sort of corporate setting and doing corporate things <laughs> that you um, wanted to or that you you thought it would i what thought you? i wanted to actually and okay. i don't know how this came about but i think it was it probably had something to do with me sort of challenging myself you know, to to be this person, to learn these skills, right? Um, sort of skills that I, I believe that could sort of set me up for the future and put me at like a, at a stronger position, you know, like formal experience, let me call it that, right? Yeah. And uh, so I guess I, you know, like made my way along those lines, you know, like I and had some success in it. Uh, yeah, I think I can say I've had success in it, you know, but, but I felt like that I wasn't being true to myself in the end. Like now I'm thinking about it, you know, uh, we've talked not too long ago and, and I've also realized like, Hey, you know, like this is actually not really me, you know, like I, I miss yeah. the person who was in China, who was in Russia, who was in Paris, yeah. uh, 
Spain even for a while, right? <clears throat> and I mean, like, I miss that version of me, and that version of me was always like not caring too much what about people think, going out there and sort of exploring, you know, my own path. But that, right now, this feels like a path that was expected of me in a way. Kind of like in in a way that's like <laughs> after after all the crazy, well, crazy after all the ventures and stuff that you would. Yeah, come back it's like to all right, it's like time to. Um, to settle grow down up, and quote unquote grow, grow up, up. And, yeah yes you know like <laughs> all right like let's get back into life and making money and i don't know achieving targets and kpis and whatever not nonsense but how much, oh. how much but how much of yourself of the the self that that you that you want to um yeah the parts of yourself that was you know that's adventurous and seeking new things and, and knowledge like how much of that do you currently bring to to your job i mean because you work as a consultant um what is that like uh, wow like i mean i, I like i want to say like yeah you know my experiences have shaped my thinking and they have uh whether that thinking that kind of thinking is accepted not always you know Okay, so wait, hold up, hold up. What do you, what do you do? Who are you? Who's like Malaysia Liana currently? Like who's Liana at the moment? What does she spend know, most of the time? I kind of feel like slightly embarrassed to say it, but <laughs> um, actually no, like I shouldn't be, right? No, totally no reason to be, but I guess in comparison, comparative sake. But yeah, I do management consulting, right? And the uh, force to see the world through business perspectives and business school thinking, whatever that means, <laughs> um, how to make money, uh, how you can make even more money, and uh, basically uh, solve questions along these lines, right? Yeah. How long have you been doing it for? Three years, two and a half years, three years. Yeah. And, um, and I guess that was the part, right, of what I was saying as well, that I wanted to build certain skill sets <clears throat> and ways of thinking. And I thought this was the way to do it. Right. And that my experiences outside would have shaped me and prepared me to be someone different who could be able to contribute to that kind of thinking. But <clears throat> in the end, I realized that, yes, it sounds great and all. Um, but in reality, like, do I get to apply some of this crazy thoughts or I'm oh, fine. They're not always crazy, right? I mean, radical can be good too. <clears throat> but like, I, I don't um, always get to, what is the word? Apply. <clears throat> I don't always get to apply these things to my everyday work, which is, which is sad and unfortunate because I feel like... Uh, what's, what's an example of that? <clears throat> I mean, just like, like from the way that I've like viewed things, for example, right? Um, maybe I can use my economics background as something because like there was this one time I was doing an internship, right? And I was in the uh, economics division, yeah, um, research economics research division, and you know I had ideas of like, oh, you know, like what worked in in um in in Paris, right? For, I mean, sorry, in France, for example, right? Their system. And 
um, like their welfare system in particular, right? Because we were talking about like redistribution of wealth here. <clears throat> and I remember like talking to one of the um, managers and he was like, no, no, no. Um, redistribution of wealth and like rich helping the poor, that's never going to cut it here, you know? <clears throat> he was like, this is not how like we run the country and like that. And he was like personally like sharing his own views of how these ideas were just never going to work and they were outdated and you know i wasn't even paying attention to be honest but like the fact that he just like shut it down without really understanding and he just like he just called me a socialist you know like like it was a bad thing <laughs> he was like hey you socialist <laughs> um you know and i mean to, to him that was like yeah no it was not a good thing you know like and he wouldn't want to listen to like anything I had to say just because he was like, yeah, yeah, whatever you're going to say, like whatever comes out of your mouth is socialist. And I don't agree. Like we live in a capitalist world and we're only going to do these things this way. And I was like, fine, you can, but there are things to learn too, you know, uh, they're good things to learn too. So, I mean, just things like that, you know, like, so without like going into too much detail, right. <clears throat> yeah. um, some of the things that I guess like the knowledge of the things that I've seen that have worked as well like just don't always fully get appreciated and and uh, which I mean these were like thought and, and the sad part is like because there are things that I thought would be valuable in, in the working world you know like what? Um, just your experiences and, and your mm. way of thinking your perspective and I thought you know if I like spoke all these languages and and had a perspective, right, <clears throat> of how people think. Like, you're looking at one person, you're looking at me right now, but I have yeah. a worldview of, like, I don't know, like, seven other countries, you know, easily. And and what has shaped that kind of thinking, right? Why we view things in a certain way. I thought that these kind of things would be valuable, you know, like, experiences that I have shared and traveled, um, <clears throat> even languages that I've learned, etc. But I've come back with people asking me, like, oh, why did you go there? Uh, like, I mean, there as in, why did you study in Paris? Um, <clears throat> is it because you couldn't get into a better university in the U.S. or the U.K.? Like, were your results not good enough? Um, no, because... I was looking for a different experience, right? Yeah. And then they were like, oh, but your results don't really look that great. And I was like, well, you're comparing this um, metric to what you know, like you know, your US, I don't know, what do you call it? Like your GPA or whatever, right? You're trying to convert my score into a GPA, which is not even supposed to be. And then... Yeah. And then like, oh, I don't, I don't understand this. This is, I mean, again, putting me to trying to put me into that box again, right? And they were like, "Oh, you learn all these languages. You know what? It's pointless because the whole world is supposed to speak English. So, yeah, I don't know. You kind of wasted your time there. And these are like actual things that people have said to me. You know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. why you go out there and do all these things, like." Oh, you know, you spent some time where in Russia? Oh, okay. Well, why do you waste your time and not do an internship instead? You know, why do you travel? And, but like, you see, like all these things just weren't appreciated. Yeah. And I was so upset. I was like, 
again, like people trying to put me back into that box, right? And I was just not fitting in any way possible. And maybe that also kind of pushed me to prove to them that, hey, <laughs> I can do this thing and, and, uh, again, I can do it well, you know? And now that I've done it for a while, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Like, I don't have to prove anything to anyone, you know? Um, but these were the things that made me really mad. Um, because I thought like, hey, I hear I come up with like a really interesting experience. How come you don't, you don't value that? You yeah. Know? And so you're questioning all the choices that I've made because they weren't, and not even like in a positive way, you know, like, oh, like try to get to understand like what, what was the reason behind it? What was the thinking behind it? But like comparing me to what their own version of uh, success and achievement was like, yeah, and then yeah. seeing that I just completely did not fit in any of it, you know, that used to bother me. Uh, now it doesn't. I think I'm actually quite proud that, uh, that that I've done these things and actually just want to. I mean, sorry, not really want to, but like realize that I have to like just go out there and do something different. You know, I'm never going to be like, I'm never going to be in that box. So just get out of there or, or no, make a different shape box or something, you know? Yeah. It makes you really, yeah, it makes you really happy to hear that. I yeah. mean, I, yeah, I'm just, yeah, we've talked multiple times about that, but I'm just, I'm really happy to, to hear that. I mean, things take time and the, at the end of the day, like three years is really, it's nothing much. <laughs> it was like a good experiment to see like how much you can how much you could push it um yeah. i i'm sure you're really good at what you do currently and yeah i am 1000 percent sure that you're going to be able to to put yeah i think to to start working with with a team that appreciates all your experiences because there are definitely teams out there that, that would and then you can put your time and energy into yeah to heightening your experiences more i suppose to kind of be yeah um, like shot down in different ways that's yeah i i have absolutely no doubt about that yeah so j just for clarity like you're amazing <laughs> and i've told you that multiple times because i really believe it um and yeah just keep um keep looking for the for the right thing or i mean you're already currently doing your own thing with with the um in, in design in the design is it in design inside, in the, design. inside the design you guys yeah the name. i know i know i totally messed up that part right that's all that's, that's what everyone seems to think it is in the design inside the design which yes. which inside the design is a podcast that liana has with her cousin zach it's about surprise design <laughs> yeah um, we i mean yeah exactly so you know, bring that design element into the way we think like every day and sort of try to solve some interesting problems, you know, with design. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the little shout out. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, No, but it's, I think it's what I, what I notice is, I mean, just from speaking now, it's interesting that it comes in a way full circle right that you push more in design now when you were doodling like in your notebook you know when you're when you're quite young and you already had the you already had that need to express yourself creatively in that way or express yourself in that way through through art form like through doodles or through i know you want to create your own comic um comic book as well yeah um through animations through 
And that's, that's, that's amazing, Leona. That's pretty, really cool. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I wonder, like, oh, my God, like, I should just like, start it sooner. Like, sometimes I, like, slap myself in the face and be like, why didn't I do this sooner? But I guess, I guess, I guess, you know how they always say, like, things happen for a reason. And maybe I've just, like, discovered myself, like, along the way. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, no experience is, like, truly bad, you know, if you can sort of find something out of it. Um, and then you realize like who you are and what you like and what you don't like, what you're good at, what you're not good at. Yeah. And I guess it's it's never too late, you know. Like I guess I always knew all along what it was. It just like took me some years to really understand that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then like in the grand scheme of things, right? I mean, mm. you know, three years is not long. You know? No, not at all. Really but it seems like it, you know, when you're like so focused in the moment and you don't see, you don't like sort of like zoom out and look like, oh, well, three years is like a little blip, you know, in your timeline. So it's all right, you know. I mean, not easy to say that, to be honest. Sometimes I get a bit yeah. like manic about it, but <laughs> manic panic about it. But, you know, you learn yeah. to ride the wave. <laughs> We've talked about this, like this, um, kind of every time I've I've been back in Malaysia and we've seen each other. I think, yeah, you know, we also talk about you left Malaysia to go study abroad, and so did I. Um, and we often talk about like the whole East versus West influence that it's had on us. Um, like how much, how important it is to be back in Malaysia, connecting, you know, with where you're brought up, with the culture that you're brought up with, but then going outside and experiencing a whole bunch of different things but also feeling a bit lost. I mean, you mentioned that briefly after going to Russia, your bearings were probably just like, whoa. <laughs> okay, so apparently there's parts of the world that are just like stopped in time and then I'm back in Malaysia now, which is must have been a bit of a, a trippy situation. I wanted to ask you, do you feel deeply connected to Malaysia, given that a lot of your experiences really defining ones have been outside? Mm, well, I think, I think it's important to understand your identity, right? And knowing where you've come from and where you've grown up. And can I say that I'm deconnected? I don't think so. Um, I like to think of like who I am and what I am is based on, you know, the places that I've been, the places that I've grown up, places that I've seen and the places that I've like really lived my life at. Right. And you know, KL is always going to be that place, you know, one of those places. Um, yeah. and, you know, the defining moments, fine, they might have happened outside, but um, like that identity, I think, is still rooted in me. Like, you know, uh, where am I local, right? <laughs> um, I, like, I mean, I like to ask myself that question. Like, where would, I mean, like, if anyone asked me that question, like, where are you local, right? Like, not even where you're from, because like a country, I don't know. It's like it's like the I don't know. The concept of a country is just like so specific, and and you know sometimes countries come and go, right? I mean, some countries just get like consumed by some other place, and then they disappear, and then you have new countries and stuff, right? So like like if that thing can change so easily, right? Then what is your identity? Um, so I like to I guess see it as like yeah you know like I've I've grown up here like I have experiences in KL you know like 
I, I know KL and KL is so specific. It's not even Malaysia, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like my experience here could be so different from someone living in like Sabah, Sarawak, for example, you know, which yeah. <clears throat> the environment is so different. Like the language they speak is also different, you know, so many different yeah. things going on in um, so KL is like is going to be one of those like influencing factors in my life, you know, and very much so like Paris, um, and some various parts in Russia as well because I've just spent so much time there, um, and and uh, yeah, so like deconnected. I don't know. I feel like that's not really the question or the problem. Mm. It just it just so happens that you know. Malaysia was the country that I was born in, but where I was raised, like KL, you know, where, where, um, where, like, I grew up in, you know, Shanghai, Paris, you know, and then the list goes on, and that's seeing, you know, and then that, that's, like, constantly, like, in change, you know, um, and sometimes, like, and then I think, like, after spending a lot of time away, and then, like, coming to KL, um, yeah, I can feel a difference, you know, well, I can feel a difference, but then I was always awesome. different. <laughs> um, no. Like you know, just just like I guess, like like from what I've seen, like what I've what stories I have to share yeah. are just different. Like in terms of the, the and the way I see the city as well. You know, like when I mean, you spend mm. so much time like in a layout that's completely different, that's super convenient to come here, where it's less convenient as a city. And yeah. then you'll sort of like have to, I don't know, like find new ways again, you know, like, because I like taking public transport, which is so uncommon for people to do here, you know, yeah. at least for like from the neighborhood that I'm from and like um, the people that I work with and people I call my friends, you know, some of them have no experiences ever riding public transport here ever, yeah. you know? And how has that changed me? I, do, I have to tell the story of when I ran, <laughs> randomly yeah. bumped into you on the way to, I was on the way to. Oh, was, yes. Yes. You know, we were working. like interning at the time, weren't we? Uh, exactly. I was doing an internship. <laughs> um, and then I get on the, <laughs> get on the train. And, and there were so see, many people I see, this, in I see this girl holding a massive board, like at, towards the back of the train, just like completely crammed. I'm like, Liana, is that you? <laughs> She's like, ah, Tris. <laughs> you know, I, was like, I think I probably like shouted and then like made my way <laughs> through all I'm the like, people. Excuse me. <laughs> it's so funny that we bumped into each other. And, oh well. Yeah. yeah. You're coding this massive board. I was like, what are you? What? What's happening? You're like, yeah, I got to do this presentation or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was so random, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you look like encounter. a real business corporate woman, I must say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very serious. Yeah. Ah, oh, those are those are crazy times. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't know. Maybe I would have never taken the public transport, you know, like if I'd never lived in yeah. Paris, for example, where everything was so convenient and then and then that habit just kind of like stuck on and yeah so then I, I would just say like just from things like that I've created like a different KL for myself you know that's different I mean purely based on the public transport system because I rely on the public transport system yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. places that I go to 
places are accessible for me. Yeah. Yeah. And could you imagine yourself like building a life in KL? K- sorry, KL being Kuala Lumpur, which is the capital city of <laughs> Malaysia. <laughs> we like a lot of acronyms here in this podcast. We, we love acronyms. <laughs> It's like KPJJMZW. Like, why are there acronyms for everything? WP, um, I don't know. There's acronyms the for all these. Creating acronyms and team songs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, which is something I've never, I don't know if I've ever asked you that, like, outside of this, setting a life up and growing old in KL, in Malaysia. Oh, is it something wow. you would want? Do <laughs> something I... that you want? Oh, if you ask me right now, the the answer is no. Um, I feel like there's so much to explore, and there's so much things that I I want to see as well, um, and do and feel and conquer that I I don't see I don't see I mean I see I feel KL is more like of a transit rather than the destination itself. Yeah. I don't know where the destination is, like the, the last stop. <laughs> but but I think KL's transit. Just because, you know, like I feel like that kid Milo, you know, like there's so much to see. Like I just gotta keep driving along and and finding that, seeing that, experiencing that, you know, safe rhyme and reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what, what are you what are you excited about? I'm obsessed with jiu-jitsu these days. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh, I don't know. That's like such a wrong answer, like question to ask me. I feel like my obsession keeps changing. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay, fine. I think jiu-jitsu is probably like just going to be like a permanent thing for me, but <laughs> I tried skateboarding yesterday. What? Okay. Yeah. How was that? Um, I... I actually had like always this like secret dream. Okay, fine. It's not like so secret, but somewhat of the secret dream that, you know, I would sort of skateboard to the bakery, (laughs) buy my bread, (laughs) and then like have a baguette under my arm and skateboard back home. Uh, I I I feel like I'm a little bit closer to achieving this dream. (laughs) I hate to break it to you, but you're quite clumsy. I feel like you would, so you would make it there, probably. You would make it to the bakery. You would grab your pain chocolat, your baguette, or whatever you grab. I'm not sure you're going to make it back. I think you would probably fall. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I have to make sure that it's a flat, like, no gradients, no slope, no hill. Especially not downwards. (laughs) Because I don't know how to stop yet. (laughs) Um, But I have made significant progress, right? Um... In, in skateboarding, I can like, I can stand and, and, and sort of, you know, push myself along and, and then like cruise. <laughs> nice, nice. Cruising <laughs> is the best feeling on the skateboard. It's yeah. really smooth concrete, especially. It feels amazing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I never thought I'd get into skateboarding, but um, I don't know. I kind of want to do that and go buy some bread. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I'm slightly obsessed with that right now. Um, yeah, yeah. The, but, the last, uh, I'm just. Yeah. I just last thing I want. How are you doing on time in general? Like, what time is it though? In Kiel? It's, like, it's midnight, oh. just past midnight, and okay. you're lucky I haven't turned into a pumpkin yet. 
<laughs> is that is that just not happen on Sundays? Is that normally Mondays? It's like mm. during the week. Wow, like I don't know. Like I, remember, I, I used to have a really strict bedtime, right? Like, like ideally, I would just sleep by nine or ten. Yeah, like, yeah. Like maybe these days, like since I'm working, like I want to sleep by ten. You know, um, impossible. <laughs> You know, like, 11 is more realistic, which is actually still a lot earlier, I think, than what most people get um, in terms of sleep. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, these days, like, fitting everything in in your schedule, um, it, you know, it just it takes up so much time. And then I just feel like, oh, I don't have enough hours in a day um, to do things sometimes. But that's a good thing, I guess. Not always a good thing, actually. You need to sleep. Depends what you're spending your time doing, right? Yeah, you, you do need to sleep. And if you're doing something for far too long, like working, P.S., like if you're working, like, <laughs> too long hours, then, like, stop, right? Um, P.S., shout out to my company, P.S.P.S. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, I guess I guess with the uh, the coronavirus situation, like, that boundary is slightly blurred. Right, in terms of like work life, uh, personal life. Um, so it's it's a bit trickier to have to get around these things. Um, but it's funny that it affects you in that way. Or like, you know, it affected your team and maybe larger companies kind of, yeah, they don't have, they weren't so ready for that in that sense. Or they were kind of, they're kind of abusing the fact that, well, if you're not in the office, I'm going to, ping you anytime I want basically because mm, they think be. you have nothing else to do with your life <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe um, maybe it's that yeah maybe they just think like oh yeah you know what else could she be doing you be doing can't go out um exactly. but yeah but you know they <laughs> forget like all the little things you need to do like all your chores and then you need to cook yourself something to eat um yeah everybody forgets that sometimes the, the, to to make sure um you can also sleep a bit um i just want to talk about one last thing which is something you brought up the last time we spoke um and something you said you've been enjoying a lot and it's about teaching and how you've been teaching your own classes for how long now actually and what are you teaching uh it's been like several months now i think maybe i, I mean like i can't really count the period of lockdown yeah. Um, although like I was sort of giving some guidance and instruction online, but like say like about six months or maybe even more, like a solid six months. Yes. And that's, that's only, um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu or what, what are you? Oh no, um, I actually teach, uh, uh, boxing, kickboxing and yeah. also to kids, uh, kids, ki kids, boxing classes. Kids, kids kickboxing. Yes, kids. <laughs> Yes, kick, kid boxing, kickboxing, yeah. Kid, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, yeah, I I have actually enjoyed that a lot more than I thought I would. Teaching the kids, yeah. I mean, I, I guess teaching the adults was like I kind of knew that I could, I could, I could pull it off. Like I could do it. I wasn't so sure about kids. Um, I was like, they're 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 tough to handle. You know, like yeah. they don't like something. They're like. I don't want to do this anymore. Like my hands hurt. Um, very uh, vocal about how they feel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but it's good. I mean, I'm glad that they they 
can tell me that. <laughs> and I'll just be yeah. like, no, 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 it's good for you. <laughs> and then snack them with a noodle. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I didn't really actually think that I would like it as much as I do, but I really do. Um, I, I find, I think I'm a good teacher. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I can say so myself. I mean, I find like, you know, when my kids like come up to me, like at the end of class, they'll be like, you know, like, thank you coach. Like I really had like so much fun. Like it makes me really happy. You know, yeah. um, I don't, I don't, I don't see it just as, as them, as them coming to learn, like how to kick and punch, you know, but I see them like, um, as, as, uh, as a way of life as well, you know, like you instill discipline or work ethic, um, and also just when you interacting, you know, with your other kids, right. Like showing respect, um, because you know some of the the kids that we have like are young, but they're good, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you know you you want to get them to like set a good example for the rest of them, you know, like leadership, you know, as yeah. well that comes into play. And um, it's not so much just about respecting the age, but you know the ability and the maturity as well. And you can really see it through some of these kids. And sometimes I'm like with more difficult. Uh, kids and I'm like oh my god <laughs> you know like why <laughs> like just listen to me um, but then you also see like the ones that are really promising you know and the ones that like remind you you know like yeah this is why you're doing it you know like to make sure like all of these kids like get a chance you know to learn something out of this mm -hmm. yeah. um, make good use of this time here you know like it might seem like all fun and play to them at this point in time but i'm hoping like you know when they think back one day they're like ah you know like i learned some good lessons you know from my time here and that they'll eventually sort of realize like why i smack them with a noodle <laughs> you know yes i find smack the you because lady. i love you <laughs> yes okay so keep those hands up otherwise someone's gonna hit your face <laughs> um i don't know what lessons you can find from that but please find something from that <laughs> but I, yeah, I really just do enjoy it so much. Um, teaching adults is great too. Um, but I feel like being able to influence like the younger kids, especially, yeah. Is, yeah. is really impactful. You know, like I see a lot of kids that are like, that I could have been, you know, when I was younger, like maybe a bit shy, unsure mm. of themselves. And I just mm. want to like, you know, bring out that confidence in them that they can do something. You know, I've had like kids who are like, oh, you know, like I'm actually really scared to box, but my parents want me to come and like, I don't think I can do it. Like I'm a girl, like I should, you know, like, I, I don't think I can hit hard like the boys. And I was like, it's like kid, like, trust me, like my best students are the girls, you know, like they kick harder, they punch harder than all the boys here, you know? And I was like, you, you got to try it, you know? And then slowly, like you see that they're starting to like open up and then enjoy it. And I think that's the thing that sort of like keeps me going, you know, like, yeah, I want to be that positive change, you know? Yeah, you definitely are. I think you're super, super, as I said before, like always a big ball of energy, super inspiring. And with always like a never, never say, never say die, <laughs> never say die <laughs> attitude. Um, yeah, but yeah, just, I really just want to say thank you for yeah, you know, all your support, energy, and everything you've done for me um, over the last years. 
um, because yeah, it's really important to I think um, hang on to people that that are good influences in your life, and that, I think that's definitely you, at least in mine. Yeah, well, I mean, that's really great to hear. You know, I mean, like, you're such a good friend to me as well. And we've known each other for so long already now. I mean, when we were like, what, 14 years old? And, yeah. and wow, that's like... I, mean, I used to kick your ass in tennis back then, so I don't no, know. No, 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 <laughs> listeners, this is not true. <laughs> this was never true. <laughs> this was never the case. <laughs> Tristan is delusional. <laughs> I, I, let you, I let you went to help you boost your confidence. I had a pact with your parents. We talked about this. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I guess a lot of a lot of time has passed, but you know, like these are the things that I feel like have never actually really changed, and that's our friendship. You know, like the time that we've spent together, um, the quality of it. You know, like it's it's never wavered, and and I think that's just because we've got like a really good connection, and and I know mm. that it will continue like throughout the years. Sometimes, sometimes. Um, life gets in the way and we can't always see each other so often but like you know when we do it's like it just falls it's really into great. place it's right really, really great, yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. just it just totally falls into place and it was just like as if we'd always been present and going through that thing together hey so that wraps up episode four um i really hope you you enjoyed listening to Tiliana's stories and also getting to know her a bit better um big shout out to Tiliana for kind of taking the time and yeah and sharing quite openly Thanks again for listening and see you on the next episode. Ciao.